the discussion of the Chacham, who was challenging the, uh, the way that the Karaim, the kept the Torah. And he said it's not just a question that they wouldn't have known how to read the words of the Torah without some kind of a tra- tradition, but even explaining what the words mean, they wouldn't have been able to do without a tradition. And therefore he ends up with the question, he says, Hashematim el Kuzar, Al-Khibur Karaim. Was there any safer written by them to explain any contents of the Torah? Whether it's the Nikud or the timing, whether it's the vowels or the way to read it, or any principles. And the answer is there wasn't one. Why? Because by the definition there couldn't be one. Because no, none of the Tzadokim, none of the Karaim were beholden to each other either. Just because another one of their sect had thought a certain way or understood a certain way isn't compelling. So of course they never wrote anything. So that's the question he leaves the king with. And on this the king is going to respond to holding an Islam involved. And the king says, Amr Kuzari. The king says, I've never seen or heard of any uh, kind of uh, scholarly work which was put out by the Quran. But nevertheless, he still hasn't given up the fact that he sees some value to what they were doing. Because he says, They put a lot of effort in. They try very hard. And uh, really what Ramila Levi in the world of the king here is highlighting to us is a pretty common misconception that people make. And that is, they think that the fact that a person is putting a lot of effort into something means that it's something worth, it's a worthwhile cause. What makes it a worthwhile cause? Because you see people are, trying, are working so hard to do. And therefore the king says it's true. All the logical arguments you gave against what the Karayim are doing make sense. But nevertheless, there must be some merit, some value to what they're doing, because look at how they're working. And like we see the Gemara itself, we find this, the Rosh Gamil says in the Gemara, that There's such a concept. They weren't, uh, so to speak, uh, looking for the easy way out necessarily. There were those cases where they were much more medactic, they were much more machmir. They worked very hard. Uh, they also did things which were much more restrictive than us. You gave the example before, but the way that the Tzadokim understood the Pasuk, uh, that the Pasuk says in Pashas Vayakel, that a person can't be madlik in Eish they understood that to mean you can't have a fire burning in your house, which means they sat in darkness the whole Shabbos, because a candle or a lantern or whatever it would be would be a burning fire. So they spent the Shabbos in darkness. And they can't have hot food, because to keep something warm it needs heat, and you can't have a fire burning. So was Shabbos something difficult to keep in their way of keeping Shabbos? Extremely. Much more difficult than it is for us to keep Shabbos. And therefore what the king is saying really is, there must be some value in what they're doing. Look how hard they try. Now, we've really, that argument, like you're going to see, is something which we find, uh, so to speak, echoes of in many other forms. And that is, any ideal that people are prepared to put effort and uh, serious nefesh into so people think it must have value look look at how people are trying are willing to do to work on this um, just to give one example uh, when there was an argument about in the 1880s 1890s about 130 140 years ago about whether Zionism is a Torah value whether Zionism is a Torah value there was a big discussion at the time whether the the underlying so to speak motivation at the time was uh, political or nationalistic, or it was, was not, Eretz Yisrael, it's entire value. And one of the things people pointed to was, look at the mysterious nefesh that the Chadotzim, the early pioneers, had to go to. 
Now they came to swamps where they were full of malaria. They were trying to uh, work a land which was completely barren and uh, unproductive. Uh, it was it wasn't easy. It definitely wasn't easy. And therefore, the, again, the, the people use the same argument that the king is using here. And then there must be some merit to it because look how, how much hard work it is. So let's see what the to that kind of an argument. Let's see how the Chacham responds. In Islam, it's Zayn Amir Achavim. He says, "Zayn Masha Marti Lecha, May Ha'ischachmus Vasvara." And this is all part of what I said previously: <coughs> people who try around their own chachma and their own svara to decide what to do. And he says, "Va'mischachmim ba'avoda lemlechas Hashemay." The people who have to try use their own chachma to to serve Hashem, and therefore they have to try and understand that what Hashem wants. It looks like they try harder than the people who are doing what Hashem told them to do. Why? Because those who follow what Hashem told them to do, relatively, it's, it's more relaxed. More, it's more easy for them. Because they receive from Hashem what, he, what, what the melacha, what the activity that Hashem wants. And therefore they're confident. We do what Hashem wants because we know what Hashem wants. It's like somebody is going in the city and therefore he's not afraid of being attacked. He's not afraid of being in danger. Whereas the Elo or the Eilek, those who are going in the deserts, in the wilderness, so it's not, he's not as secure. And if any devil may he doesn't know what he's going to meet. He doesn't know who's going to, what's going to attack him. And therefore, whom he's dying, he's going to be holding his weapons. Right? In a way which is always prepared to fight. So the marshal of the Kazari says, you have two people. One is traveling, in the, walking in the city. The person walking in the city, is he on edge? Is he holding his like, weapons ready the whole time? No. He's in a situation where he doesn't really think he's being attacked, or he doesn't think he's in a dangerous situation. And because of that, he's willing to, so to speak, take a more relaxed attitude. Whereas a person who's venturing through a, through a wilderness, through a forest, through a, through a desert, a person who's in a dangerous area, so somebody like that, they're always on guard because they never know what's going to go wrong. They never know how they're going to get attacked. And therefore, uh, it's true that the person who is... Therefore, always afraid of confronting a danger is much more on edge, is much more vigilant, has to work much harder, so to speak. But there's a big difference. Why? Because he's in a situation where he has to protect himself. Whereas in the city, which is an inhabited place, it's not like the wild, it's not like out in the wild where anything can happen. So then, like, this is the martial arts there were before. There's, some, there's authority. And therefore, people are protected. And if you have to give a simple marshal today, you have people who are willing to set up outposts on any abandoned hilltop near Shechem. Is it difficult? 100%. Are they always on guard? You have to be. You're exposed by yourself. You never know when you're going to get attacked. So you have to be ready the whole time. Whereas people are living in a place like Yerushalayim. We don't walk around like fingering the trigger of our gun the whole time. Why well, is a normal study? There is a there is a law and order. There are there are people that that's their job to protect the place. So you know we don't have to live the same way. Does that mean that somebody is doing a better job by living in a situation where they have to work harder? Says the Kuzari now, and listen to what he explains it. He says because 
somebody who has nothing else to rely on and has to rely on himself. Like the person who's living on the abandoned hilltop. He has no one else looking after him. There's no one else there. So he has to rely on himself. So he's putting himself in a situation where he needs to be that much more vigilant, where he needs to be always on edge because he's putting himself on stage and has to rely on himself. Whereas a person who's in a safe area where he has other people, or there's a whole system in place which is there to protect him, which is there to rely on. So he, he's as safe without needing, maybe even more safe, without needing to be in that same sense, situation of having to be much more, so to speak, active in trying to guard himself the whole time. That wasn't really his question, you know? Wait a second, now let's explain what he wants to say with the motion. So says the Chachem, he says, you see the Torah, and you see the Torah says, you have to keep Shabbos. You have to keep Shabbos because a person who desecrates Shabbos is Chayv Nisa. And now if you think it's up to me to decide what to do to keep Shabbos, and if I dare not make a step wrong because of one step wrong I'm going to get killed. So now if I'm relying on myself, so then of course I'm going to have to be super careful because I'm, I, it's me that's deciding what to do. And I, I better not make any mistakes. This is very serious. It's like the person is putting themselves in a danger zone with only themselves to rely. So of course they're going to be more careful. Whereas a person is not relying on himself. He's saying, I don't, I don't have to make the decisions myself. I know exactly what Hashem said. So do I have to make the cheshboinness of what I'm doing on Shabbos? Is this going to Machai Bimis or not? Not at all. It's all been told to me. And therefore, I don't, I'm not, every time I do something, have the same feeling of, am I risking my life by doing this? Am I doing something which I might be Machai myself miserable? Why? Because we, are, we don't have to decide. It's all, it's all been given to us. And therefore, everything's clear. We're in a safe situation. We're protected. Because we were told, this is what to do, and this is what not to do. And now if we know that Chazal tell us, then we have no status. Chazal tell us there's no problem leaving a fire burning on Shabbos. As long as it didn't light it, it can light it before Shabbos, it can burn the whole Shabbos. No one, no, no one doubts it. We have no status. Chazal say there's no problem doing boyer if you're going to eat right away and you do the boyer with your hands. So we have no status. It's mutter. We can do it. We don't have to be the ones to, who are responsible for our own decisions the same way. And therefore, there's no, we don't have to be on the same level of being extra so vigilant in what we do because we have what to rely on. That doesn't mean we don't have to be careful not to make mistakes. The difference is we don't have to make the decisions of what's right and wrong. We talk. We know. Whereas for the Tzlokim, for the Karayim, for somebody who doesn't rely on the Messiah, and therefore they have to decide for themselves, and then they have to t- they're taking a big risk. Because if they're wrong, then they're going to suffer the consequences. They also know the Torah says that Chilol Shabbos is Chayav Mesa. What does Chilol Shabbos mean? So if you're putting yourself in a situation where, so to speak, you're relying on yourself, of course you're making life out of yourself. What's the mail in that? What's the mail in that? So because the, the king said to him, you know, they must be so good at what they're doing. Look how hard they work. Says the Kuzari, that's not a mail. It's not a mail that they're working so hard. They did it to themselves. They're putting themselves in a situation where they're forced to rely on themselves. So they're forced to have to work that much harder because they don't want to accept anything else. The dogma. The Gemara says in Brachas, that Ben Azai was once standing on the, the stairs up towards Harabais. It was on Yom Tif and he saw thousands and thousands of Jews. And another says an interesting bracha. Baruch she'asa kol Hashem created all these people to serve him. Ben Azai wasn't the king. What did he mean? So he explains. He says, in a system when you have so many people, he says, imagine Adam Arisha. He was the one man. Adam decided he wanted to eat bread. 
So, Kama Yagiyas Yaga Adam Arishan. How hard is Adam if to work until he can eat bread? He had to plow the ground, he had to plant the seeds, he had to water them, he had to weed them, then he had to thresh them, and cut them, he had to harvest them, and thresh them, and winnow them, and uh, crush them, and eventually sift them, and grind them into flour, and mix it with. That's uh, a whole story. And us, Vani Mashkin Babaka, and the bread's waiting. Why? Because I don't have to do everything myself. There are enough people, each one's doing something, so man, it's all prepared for me. Adam wants to make himself a new shirt. Come your gears, Adam until you can make a baguette. Think. Everything from yourself. There was no one else to help him. So you start from the beginning. You have to shear the sheep, and then wash the wool, and then comb it, and then spin it, and then twist it into thread, and eventually sew it and weave it. It's a whole story. And by us, there are enough people, each one doing a part of it. It's all done. And therefore, is there a mile in having to be the man to grow your own flower? Grow your own wheat and, and grind your own flour and knead your own bread. There's no reason for that. You get exactly the same result without all the hard work. If you're willing to work with the system, so then the mind of the society is it provides. Everybody does something and it makes the system work. And therefore, we, are we going to therefore look up to the person who wants to, refuses to be part of society? He wants to do everything himself. He lives in his own plantation and it's all his own work. What are you gaining? Yes, it's true, it's much harder work, but why do you need it? What, what's the mind in, in, in forcing yourself to do work which you don't need to do? And exactly what he's saying about the Quran. If, you if you're not prepared to accept the system, you're not prepared to accept as a Messiah, you're not prepared to accept that there are people who have already decided these things. So, you, of course, it's much harder. You have to do it all yourself. And not only that, you have to always be on guard because maybe you're going to make a mistake. Why is that a matter? You did it to yourself. Don't be led astray by what you see from all the effort they put in. And therefore, and don't consider it lazy what you see by those people who have a couple of Messiah that we're not doing the same thing. Those people who have a Messiah that we have a couple from. Why? These ones um, look, had to build their own fortress. They had to do it all themselves. They have no one else to land. So they, have to, they have to build themselves a fortress to protect them. The Edo, us. We can lie in our beds. We don't have to be on guard because we're living in a fortified city. And that's the marshal he gives, and that's the same you say. The fact that a person is putting in extra effort to do a necessary work isn't the matter. And therefore, it's true they're putting in extra effort. They did it to themselves. And therefore, he doesn't, they don't look at it as a matter. Yeah. So that's uh, you said of the Kazari. And that is that uh, we have a Messiah. We don't need to invent ourselves what to do. And therefore, if something which we know we protected, that's not what the Torah required of us, we don't have to go the extra mile to do things we don't have to do. So what's the Makkum for Khumrus? Okay, it's a good question. It sounds like this. There's two categories of Khumrus. I'm talking about Khumrus which are in the category of something which is, could be uh, something which is a maid, something which is praiseworthy. I'm not talking about the kind of Khumrus which are just a waste of time. There are two kinds of Khumrus which there is a value to. The first one is, and that is when there's different opinions in the Rishayim. Now, in cases like that, the Kaisha aren't left to drift without knowing what to do. We have a psak. We know what Tarakh is. However, there is another opinion too. And if that's the case, is there a value to doing something to be Makayim a second opinion? Yes. Yes, we can be Yotakaladeus. If a person wants to be Yotakaladeus, you can find an Estragonada, which is Yotakaladeus. But there's also the Shittah of the Rambam, and the Shittah of the Ravid, and the Shittah of the Rashi, and the Rit, wherever it is. And therefore I can find a better Lulav, a better Esrach. That everybody would agree with his Mamahuta. 
and therefore, uh, uh, it's not just that I'm not being yotz with the other one, I'm being yotz, but I can be yotz according to everybody. That's one kind of chosen. And same thing, if a person can get up and say Kriyashma with the second Zman Kriyashma, and we pass him like the Vulnagon, he's yotz. But he wants to be yotz at a Kala Deis, we're talking about a Deraisa. So he gets up that much earlier and he's yotz according to Magan Abram too. And he's doing a bad mitzvah. The first Kud of Chumras is I want to be yotz at everyone's opinion. Now remember, this is exactly the opposite of the Quran. Because here we're relying on Masaira. We know that there's an opinion like this, we know there's an opinion like that. And we know that Ikra Allah is like this, but there is another shitta, not our shitta. There is a shitta like that. And we want to be yotz according to that shitta too. So we'll be machmir. We'll do an extra, we'll go the extra mile to make sure that according to every mahalach that we've received, that we're making up, that we've received, we're being yotz. There's no Indian in a Khumra. In my reading the Pasuk, I think, you know what? Even the Shaykh Nara says Mutta, I think the Pasuk means Asa. That's not a Khumra. That's, uh, that's being the God of Panim Tarish like Hadah. If we're going to read a Pasuk in the Torah and decide that we know better than the Chazal and the Machaber and the Rishonim and the Paiskim, and we think this is also, even though they didn't say that, that's not a Khumra. That's already a Minas Nizrukabai, but it's already uh, thinking in the mindset of a, of a Karak, of its like. Right, so many of these guys today. So, that's first. That's first. There's no Indian in being a. In creating our own Khumras which don't exist. There's, no, there's nothing to gain by that. It's Dafka because it's the Messiah. And we know that there are different opinions in Chazal or in the Paiskim. And if a person wants to do that, I don't have to do that. But I want to be here to go to everybody. That's one mile of a Khumra. The second part, a kind of a Khumra, which is a good Khumra. And that is not coming from a Shetan that says, I want to be here to another Shetan. Uh, another kind of Khumra, which is less popular because it's a bit more difficult, is coming from a Khumra in a person's midas. And that is, I feel I need to do something to work on myself. Not coming from the fact that there's a mitzvah necessarily, I'm doing the mitzvahs. But I feel I have a certain weakness in a certain area. I want to machazik myself for that. Why? Because it's going to fix me. In advance, no, it's an environment. But I feel there's a certain area where I have a weakness, so I want to do something to put to to, to make to make my mitzvah observance better. For example, let's say uh, there's a, a person feels that you know every morning in Shachris, tired or whatever it is, I, I tend to drift off in Pesukim So I'm going to stand up and say every word out loud. Are you mechuyev to stand up to No, you're not. Mechuyev to stand up for Baruch Shomer and Yishtabach maybe. That's all. But I feel that this way I'm going to keep more alert. So I'm not doing it because I feel the Torah is mechayev that. I'm doing this for me. Because I feel this way I'm going to do the mitzvah. And same thing, whatever other mitzvah is going to be. I feel that, you know, I often forget whatever it is to make a bracha achrena. So I'm going to take whatever chumr it is to remind myself. Don't get up for whatever it is to make a bracha achrena. So it's not that I'm saying the Torah is mechayev me something more. It's a gather of Khumras which I, I, I'm thinking, where do I need the chizok? Where, where are the areas where I feel I'm weaker in? And Khumras like that, you can't copy from somebody else. Because the whole point of it is, it's, it's something I'm doing for myself, myself, and I would never say that's the halacha. People make a mistake in this area. I would never say that's the halacha. If people would let's say, see that the, the guy we just mentioned before, he's standing after the hopes of the and says, ah, new psak, yes, it's after the no, it's not. There was never thought of Zalacha for a second. I'm doing this to Mechazek myself. Just like in the Hazan, the times we showing him, we find that they want to keep themselves awake, they used to put their feet in cold water. So now it's going to come and say, it's a Khumra, Nimra, Torah, that you have to be barefoot in cold water. It's nothing to do with that. It's nothing to do with the mitzvah. 
It's the what I'm doing to make myself be able to do things better. That's an individual kind of khumma. It's not because it's another shaitan, I'm doing this as a better medicine. I'm doing it for me. It helps me in what I want to do. And then that's also good. That's also good. Because I'm not I'm not recreating the Torah. I'm not saying this is a medicine. I'm saying for me, I know what my weaknesses are. I know where I need a chizuk. And this is what I'm doing to make myself. That's fine. Once again, that's the kind of thing which is in the category of a person's individual avoid. Just like everything which mirrors, they need to work on how they're going to do that. So the person wants to work on his type of sakhira. He says, okay, I'm not going to eat chocolate during the week. Not because it's a halakha. Not because it's not kosher. But because I decided for me, this is something I need to do for my avoid. That's fine. That's fine. But then again, it's, it's understood as a khumra. It's not something which is a halakha. It's not something I'm saying the Torah told me to do. It's for me to do. That, is that, it a khumra because it's not doing anything more Context, I'm taking something I'm not mukhlif to do. And, but, but the reason I'm doing it is because I'm doing this for me. Now, you can't mix the two things up. In other words, one can't... What the, what the Quran did wrong, as we're saying here, is that they, it wasn't in either category. It wasn't the category that this is what they're doing for themselves. It wasn't the category of there's another shit I want to be at. No, the way they were doing it is we're going to read the Torah the way we understand the Torah and now everything we think of the Torah might mean we have to be careful about it. Why? Because we don't know what the Torah means. Maybe that's what it means. And if that's the case, then it's, it's not a khumra, it's an ikradin because we might be doing something wrong. But then the Qurabah khumra says we don't mix them up. The khumra never becomes ikradin. The halakh is the halakh. The khumra is the khumra. The halakh is yet yeah, I want to do more. Say You want to do more, you can do it better. But that doesn't become the halakh. It remains a khumr. Similarly, the halakh is I'm allowed to chocolate during the week. I'm working on my own avoid for whatever reason I decided to avoid it. That's a khumr. It's not a halakh. And therefore, it's, uh, it's, it's, one keeps the two separate. You don't mix them up. There's an area which is... Uh, now, those are the, those are the kind of... The, we spoke of khumrs which are beneficial to the person. There's a third kind of khumr. There's a third kind of khumr which is extremely not beneficial to the person. It's not to do with a karam either. But it's, uh, it's, it's the kind of thing which people look at the khumrs, which Ravob is a friend of Rakh, I heard him so many times saying. It's not a khumr, it's a frumkat. It was like for him, it was one of his uh, his, uh, epith- like his derogatory words, frumkat. What do you mean by that? I think by the way, the same thing. He said, a khumr is meant either that it's coming from a shikl of halakha. There's a shit I want to be at, or whatever it might be. I want to do halakha better to be mighty more fine. Or it's coming from a work of Yerushalayim. That I'm doing something to make my avoider better. Or I say I have a weakness, I'm working on my own weaknesses. But something which I'm doing in order to show I'm a certain kind of person, then I'm just using the khumra to broadcast. Look at me, I'm, I'm from. I'm, I'm, I'm a machne. Like wearing a hat and doing it? Uh, when? On the beach. <laughs> Yes. Well, whatever, very hot day. In a case like that, a person that goes to the beach with a hat and jacket. But it's not a mitzvah, unless you're some uh, some personal avoider, I don't exactly what that would be. But it's not, a, it's together, it's I'm trying to show something about myself. That, uh, the khumras which are, are there to, so to speak, kind of project, look what I am, that's possible. It's not doing anything good. It's just uh, anything, creating a problem for a person. He's making himself, uh, uh, so to speak, a projected image which isn't himself. Khumras like that, there's no mail in. Khumras like Yura also. It's Mexico Yura, or it's Yura, it doesn't be Mexico, it could be whatever it might be. Cases like that, then that's not a Khumra person's meant to be doing, and that's the Khumras people look for. That they look, they want things which are going to make them look from. 
But the first kind of Chumrah, there's nothing, to, there's nothing which you can see. If a person is being machmer on another shit, so in essence comes like a random time to fit in, where they attack a Mexican because it looks like they're doing something different. But most times, it's not, it's not, if a person gets up for the early meaning, so it's late meaning, it's Mexican Europe, you don't notice he's doing it to do Mekam and Adashetah. A person is looking for the Arab million, which is the Yetzirah every day. You, you don't know that. It's not something which looks different than that. He shows up to Shul in the trade of 30th grade again. And, uh, and, and definitely in the second category. A person, a person is doing because he feels I have a weakness and I have to discover myself. I'm, that's not something I'm proud to show off. But I'm saying, guys, look at me. I fall asleep during dabbling. That's why I'm standing up. That's a private thing, exactly. And that's why there's, there's a melee in that. Whereas something which a person is just doing to like show them, um, project myself a certain way, chumras like that are better not to do. It doesn't achieve anything. You don't say Mitesh Lailish Mabal Shema? is talking about Terra. It's not even a mitzvah. It's an act. It's an act, it's not a mitzvah. It's a frumkite. So we explain what chumras are. Now, why is it different to what the Quran did? Why is it different what the Tzachim did? The answer is, like I said before, it's not the halacha. It's not the halacha. A person, we don't mix the two things up. And it's a big problem when people mix up chumras and halacha. It's not the halacha. The halacha is the halacha. I'm here to the halacha. I'm looking to do something extra, either to work on my mitzvah, to improve my Yerushalayim, to be Mekayim and Mitzvah in a better way. But then again, it's not something which a person is scared. The Chacham's marshal was a very good marshal. It said that the person who's on his own on the mountaintop or the person's in the city. And he said the Nakoda is that a person who's on his own has, is, is much more vigilant, he has to be much more careful. He has to work much harder to protect himself because he's really in danger. He's put himself in a situation where he's on his own and he's really in danger. The person in the city is being protected by the city, by the, by the guards of the city, by the soldiers who are there, whatever it's going to be. So either way, he put himself in a situation where he's not in danger. So he doesn't have to protect himself the same way. This is a yisad. The fact that a, per, that, that a person wants to work harder, with, if it's going to achieve something, we don't have a problem with that. If a person wants to be a master and be a gay battery 20 hours a day, I don't, it's the best thing in the world. There wasn't the male of the, of the, of the, that the king was talking about by the karayim. We were saying with the male, what he thought, the king thought, what the male was about the karayim is, that they're so careful not to do something wrong. They, when those mitzvahs that they're willing to do, they're going to be very, very careful not to do something wrong. And on that, the Chacham says, it's all unnecessary. They're so careful because they have nothing else to rely on. They have to rely on themselves. Whereas, somebody has Chazal to rely on. We have a Shulchan Aruch to rely on. I don't, need to, I don't need to be careful of things which Salah is in the Now, I want to do extra. That's fine. I want to do extra. That's fine. I want to work. I want to be oil be Midas. That's also fine. But it, it doesn't come with the same fear the whole time of maybe I'm doing something wrong. So they live the horrible life. Right, it's very hard to live. And if you think about it logically for a second, it's tackled very difficult. What does Hashem expect from a person if you're going to go with their mahalach? Right, the Torah tells you to do things you don't know what the Torah wants even. So what am I going to do? Uh, and uh, it's, not, it's not coming from a place of confidence. It's coming from a place of lack of confidence. I don't know. I have to work it out. And maybe I'm wrong. There's no guarantee. The Quran themselves will never guarantee that the way they read the Torah was right. <laughs> they could each argue with each other about it. They could change their own minds. So then, what are you doing until now? You know, it's, someone's asked me this question in a kind of question and answer session. And that is, you know, again, we, we have Messiah, we have Chazal, we have Rabbanan, we have Amhalik Himsa. Now, there are arguments. 
So that's the arguments. The arguments for him is based on Bishana, the arguments in Tanaim, and Miraim, Bishana, the whole way through. So, no, no, so, are you ever, do you ever like, worry that maybe you're making a mistake and you're passing like the wrong opinion? Like, you know, maybe you, you, we, we've taken on a certain halakha, maybe, uh, maybe it's wrong. And do you ever worry that maybe we're doing the wrong thing and we should really be passing like a different shooter? We're going one way, but maybe, maybe we're wrong. And maybe one day we're going to be held accountable. And the answer is, never ever. Never ever. We don't doubt Chazal. And if it's a mahalach of how to pass them, then that's the Torah. And that's what Hashem wants from us. And if that's what's Nifzak and Shulchan Aruch, we don't have to be choshish. Maybe everyone's making a terrible mistake. And that the one shit which we don't pass Kanak, whether it's a Shitana and a Moira, a Rishna, it doesn't make a difference, we're going to be held, he was really right. And we're all going to be held accountable for making a mistake. We don't live like that. We don't even think about it. There was shit as the Chumra, it's the Chumra. Whichever way it's going to be, we don't hold up. And that's not that, we don't need to worry about it because we have a Mahalach and we accept the Messiah that what we're doing is what Hashem wants. And uh, in every mitzvah, I can show you a shit we don't pass the mark. And maybe the according to that shit, we don't be Makai in the mitzvah. You're right. According to that shit, we don't be Makai in the mitzvah. It doesn't make a difference. We don't pass the mark. And that's what I'm saying. If we're going to be worried the whole time that maybe we're making a mistake, maybe we're doing the wrong thing, maybe we're really being a, doing a various that where we think we're not, then you, you, a person would get that same mishagas, that's like a rhyme head. You never know what you're doing is right. You always have to protect yourself. Maybe taka. And I think that the Barayish means this. And he thinks this. that maybe he's taka right. Maybe I'm wrong. So maybe I should keep that as well. And I think Tfilin means this. This is the Isaiah Dechah. He thinks that's the Isaiah Dechah. So maybe I have to try that as well. And maybe I'm wrong. Without something to rely on, then the person's never confident of what he's doing. And if he's never confident, then he always says, that's Sophic. Maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. And never have someone done someone to explain before. We don't have any Sphakas. We have a Messiah and we have Chazal. And uh, we have. Like I said, if, if, if this is what the Shachanar said to do, and the Ramah said to do, and the Shach said to do, and the Gohan said to do, and the Chavit Chaim said to do, we're in good company. We're in good company. We don't have to be choishish when you're doing a big mistake. Now we said, is there a to be Mahmir? Okay, as a Chumrah. Does that, am I coming from the point of, because maybe Taka I'm wrong, and maybe Taka he's right? No, not for a second. Not for a second. What's right is right. We, have, we don't doubt the Halacha. The point is, I can be yes, Halacha, so why not? I can do something to make a mitzvah even better, but it's not coming from fear. It's not coming from indecisiveness. It's not coming from uncertainty. That's the side. That's the side. What made them work hard was because they had to protect themselves. It was because they're on their own. It was because they, so to speak, they're relying on themselves to decide what to do. And if they don't, no, they're going to make mistakes. Says the says the Chacham, that's not a minor. They put themselves in that situation. And then, of course, now that you put yourself in a, di- in a dangerous situation, of course you're going to be much more careful to protect yourself. Who told you to put yourself in? We don't have that problem. We know what we're doing. We have a Messiah. Okay. There's more to do better, but that doesn't leave us unconfident or worried that maybe we're making a big mistake. Whatever. We know what you're doing, Hashem wants. We have the confidence we're doing the right thing. Like he says, we can be Asian better. We're in a fortified city. We're in good company. Okay. So, 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 so,